You know what? Listen, it's Tuesday's episode. Still Monday for us. We're just extending. Mm-hmm. You do the math on that. It's confusing the hell out of me. But we this talk is, a lot. We're going to air this. This is, this is You're watching this on Tuesday. So if sometime last night, quote unquote, Monday, um, the Russian Ooh. cracked the nuclear, or cra- hit the you nuclear. You just cracked something. I cracked my knuckles. If, you think that was my neck? I, it was just very loud and a lot of cracks. Well, that's why I have little short, fat, stubby fingers because I, <laughs> I, I, I had a bad habit my entire life of just popping the nitrogen right out of those knuckles. Oof. If nuclear war happened last night, it doesn't matter. We're not here. I was going to say, no, <laughs> no one's watching this yeah. program. We're all dust. No one's here. So it's fine. You, you, know, you know what? Here's the thing about all that. So Tell us. The progressive, the lefty lunatics, right? Mm-hmm. They, they're all about the climate. Mm-hmm. Everything's climate change. Joe Biden talking about climate change is a settled conversation when he was down there in Florida after Hurricane Ian in a press conference <laughs> with Gavin. <laughs> uh, not Gavin. Oh, my God. With Ron, Ron DeSantis. DeSantis. Yeah. God, faux pas. Forgive me, Ronnie. <laughs> Here's the thing on that deal. But yet you're going to put us on the brink of a nuclear war with Vladimir Putin, with Russia, right? And keep funneling this money. I had a conversation some Sunday night with somebody at a cookout, and they were like, we don't want to talk politics, but, but it's always that. Yep. Here come the damn politics. But. And they also say, we just want to ask you a question. <laughs> when someone comes to me in a social setting and says, God. we just want to ask you a question, they're wanting to tell me their opinion. It's so annoying, too. And it's, it's, it's just human nature that people do that. I just want to ask you a question. And I say, just tell me what you think. Yeah. Because you don't want... It you, never ends in a question cause, mark. Cause why am I going to waste my voice yeah. on this deal? And uh, anyway, so I, and I said, look, let me just sum it up for you. There's no good guys, including the U.S. Mm-hmm. The United States government may be the worst of all at yeah, this it's, stage. It's, it's not just, you know, people get in this mentality of like this Disney, you know, cartoon mentality of like there's a good guy and there's a bad guy and right. it's good versus evil. Sometimes there's just not a good guy. Yeah. Vladimir Putin's not a good guy. Vladimir Zelensky's not Vladimir, however you say his name. Yeah. There's a lot of extra consonants. Not a good guy. Not a good guy. No. They're not good people. And somebody said, he said, well, how can you say that? I said, what do you mean? I said, American politicians have been funneling their money, laundering their money mm-hmm. through the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. For a long time. For decades. Yep. And they know that. They got all the secrets over there. I mean, Joe Biden's on tape going, well, son of a bitch. We got, you know, well, son of a bitch, you know. Got the billion dollars. Got, him fired, got the inspector fired. And who was it for to protect his crackhead son? Right. And I feel like there was a president along the way who tried to shine a light on this yeah. and expose it. And, and he was impeached. Imp- and he was impeached for it. Yeah. So that's the whole thing. So I'm telling this guy the other day, I'm like, look, if Joe doesn't send all this money to Ukraine, they can expose the crap. Mm-hmm. I just expose it. Let her rip. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm, me and you are dead in the water anyway. <laughs> PayPal's going to start taking money out of our bank account. Yeah. Um, we are, I, we're on the list. We're first in line for the re-education camps. For we're sure. on the list. I mean, we are going to have the shock therapy plugged up through our heads. <laughs> to, you know, how many fingers am I holding up a la 1984? Yeah. 
we're going to have all of this stuff that, I mean, they're going to make it so we can't do business. It's all about the environment. It's all about ESG. It's all about the Great Reset. All of these things. And let me just tell you, let me just tell you, if Joe gave a rat's ass about the environment, he wouldn't be pushing us to nuclear war. That is a great point. Yeah. So you see all you climate scientists out there that want to talk about how important, you know, this, like the picture came out of um, Greta Thunberg and Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio's getting younger and younger with his girlfriends. That's all I'm going to say about that. But <laughs> it's like uh, these hypocrites out here talking yeah. about that. But yeah, you're going to keep talking about Ukraine and all that. I just keep pushing us closer and closer to nuclear war. Now, Jean-Paul, Catherine Jean-Paul Pierre, whatever. What's her damn name? <laughs> Catherine Jean-Pierre. That's it. Not Jean-Paul. Corinne Jean-Pierre. Corinne yep. Jean-Pierre, Jean-Paul. Jean-Paul, <laughs> WC, s'il vous plaît. Il n'y a pas de quoi. Uh, <laughs> she. Jean-Paul Claude Van Damme. Is really dumb. Yes. I want you to play it right now. President planned to use the word Armageddon. Her. Why did he choose that particular reference to Revelation 1616? Okay, so Russia's talk of using nuclear weapons is irresponsible. And there's no way to use, uh, to use them without unintended consequences. It cannot happen. Uh, we, want, we won't be intimidated by Putin's rhetoric. We have not seen any reason to adjust our own nuclear posture, nor do we have indications they are preparing to use them, but Putin can de-escalate this at any time, and there is no reason to escalate. Were those comments made for the first time uh, in front of a group of donors rather than at a, a press conference or a more, or more public type of forum? President comments has been uh, very consistent. He was reinforcing what we have been saying, uh, which is how seriously we, have take, we take these threats about nuclear weapons, as we have done when the Russians have made these threats throughout the conflict. So the kind of irresponsible rhetoric we have seen is no way for the leader of a nuclear armed state to speak. And that's what the uh -huh. president was making very that's, clear. There's no imminent threat. I mean, there's no. No, we, there is there is no uh, there is no we as I said before, <laughs> uh, we have not seen any reason uh, to adjust our own strategic nuclear posture, nor do we have indication that Russia is preparing to imminently use nuclear weapons. We're uh which which being interpreted means we're effed. We're totally effed. Yeah. I, we're, we're screwed. Uh, the fact that she's saying it is the opposite. Yeah. W were, was Russia the one who escalated? Because I felt like Joe Biden was the one who kind of was Joe Biden. The and the thing that wears me out is the whole um, how she can somehow read his mind <laughs> and know everything that Joe Biden's thinking. Well, that's because he's not actually thinking anything, Chad. Yeah. He's dead. He's dead. And on a <laughs> on a side note, he's a did, hologram. On a side note, the Riri bots came out in full force against me uh, this weekend when I said that Jill Biden has the uh, she's a fashion i she's a oh, she's a fashion icon for seventies upholstery. <laughs> um, People really came out in defense of her. Someone said, it's no. Dr. Jill Biden oh. to you. Okay. No, it's actually not. It's not. If you want to know what I really call her. Um, did you see when Joe, so though, and I got to go back because I wasn't here last week, when Joe made the thing, made the statement, I know you saw because you have a news show. Yeah. 
it's what's it called again? The, the news, news and, and why, why it matters. The news that's original. Monday through Friday is at six p.m. Eastern yeah. on Blaze TV. Right after this show, actually, I think before this show. I mean, before this show. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> uh, what when he said he grew up in Puerto Rican community? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jill's reaction. To that, you, she wanted to reach out and grab him. You can see it viscerally. The, anyone, she wanted to tell. She wanted anyone. To go, Shut up, Joe. Him. Yes, yes. Kamala's done it before too. So let's talk about Joe's resume. Okay. So Joe grew up in, in, a, Puerto in a Puerto community. Rican community. Yeah. He went to a black church. <laughs> yeah. He went to a black church. His uh, best friend was corn he pop. was a lifeguard uh-huh. and fought corn pop uh-huh. in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Let's see. He drove uh, a truck. Yes. He worked in a coal mine, mm-hmm. came from a coal mining far- father. Uh, the oil slicks gave him cancer. Oil slicks gave him cancer. <laughs> oil slicks on the windshields gave him cancer. <laughs> um, what's that one? I don't know that one. What about it? Did he say he worked at the post office? He worked at the Rock. Oh, he worked at I did not know that one. I missed that oh, one somewhere. Oh, my God. There's, uh, there's, uh, um, God, so many different things. Oh, he went to a historically black college. Mm-hmm. He graduated mm-hmm. top of his class. <laughs> uh, he did plagiarize about five pages of his uh, thesis in his speeches. He's done that numerous times. Uh, yeah. Well, the leg hairs we talked about. Yeah, with the with in the pool. With corn the kids pop, yeah. like to do that with corn yeah. pop. Yeah. So yeah, there was. Um, he's had an interesting he's life. A lot guys. of living. A lot, a lot of living. <laughs> But it's speaking of the post office, I got this in. Oh, yeah. Yesterday, and I got to give a shout out to Cindy Cobb, Yukon, Oklahoma. She sent me a thing for Easter. <laughs> she sent me a t shirt <laughs> and some chocolate for Easter. For Easter. With a beautiful card. And Cindy, you have the most fantastic handwriting. Yes. It is the straightest handwriting I've ever seen on the planet. Yeah. And so it was an Easter card, a happy Easter. And I looked and I go, you, you came to my dressing room, and yeah. I was like... I said, wait, wait, chocolates? This was expected delivery 3.31 of 22. <laughs> I got it yesterday. You just got it. It's either been sitting somewhere around the blaze. I, be- I bet that's what it is. Dude, it sh- got lost somewhere so here. So the story behind that box, that box yesterday met me in the front lobby. They're like, hey, this is for Chad. And I was like, put it in his dressing room. So I was the one who put it in your dressing room. Wow. So they just got it. They just gave it to you. Either over the weekend or on Monday. Sorry, so, Cindy. Thank Sorry, you, Cindy. Cindy. By the way, I did either test that, out. This was sent to the Blaze uh, Mercury Studios. This was sent to the P.O. box. Oh. So maybe we don't check the P.O. box oh, we once don't every check six months. That's awkward. So just so you know, Cindy, I did test out the chocolates. They are still good. Still good. They're Didn't delicious. The runs. So, yeah. Well, Wait, what? Sarah, I was feeding the dog because my dog's always in the dressing room and I was getting some food out for the dog and Sarah was opening the box and she goes, I hope this isn't anthrax. I said, well, why do you think I'm letting you open it? <laughs> he said, he's the one who told me to open it. I'm like, Wait a second. I see what yeah. you did here. Our buddy Dave Rubin, we talked about this yesterday, yep. was on Bill Maher's uh, Club Random podcast. <clears throat> they talked for two hours about butt sex. It was it it was a lot of like it was a lot Dave's of defense, he didn't want to go there. No, and but he Bill even Maher said my mom has a listening. weird fetish with this thing. I guess. Well, he doesn't like it, and that's why he's like, "Well, I know I'm not gay." It's like my buddy Jesse Payton says, "I know I'm not gay because, you know, I I gag when I brush my back teeth, right? So, <laughs> so I know I'm not. So, 
<laughs> Bill Maher's going on and on and on with, with you know, our good yeah. friend Dave. And Dave is trying to have a real conversation with a dude who's high as a kite. Right. And, and wasted. Uh, and, um, yeah. And Dave was trying as hard as he could. To, and Dave did a, a quality job for what he was having to put himself up against. Wonderful. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I can't wait till Dave's in studio. But Bill made it awkward. On election day, I'll visit with him a little bit about this. I could text Will him. you? A hundred thousand percent. Yes, I will. I wanted to text him too, and I was like, I don't feel like I, I want to put in writing. Like I don't the anal. Yeah. <laughs> it has. If I'm texting Dave, it has to be something I really need to say to yeah, him. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, He's I, I way really, too busy for us. I don't have anything to say to Dave. Yeah. I mean, the guy rang the bell on the stock market to launch yeah. Rumble as a publicly traded company. I don't have a lot to say to Dave. Um, every now and then I'll hear from him. And plus, I lost every contact in my phone a couple of months ago. And, and Dave's is one of them that's gone. If I'll I want it, it, I can you. get it. But. I'll send it to you. Anyway. I, did you find it fascinating when he, when Dave said in the podcast that he said he didn't realize he was gay? He just thought that, like, guys just yeah. did that every once in a while. Yeah. He, yeah. he said, I didn't really think about it. Yeah, he's like I wasn't like, he's, and he says I'm a non-traditional gay guy in that I don't want to go to the clubs, I don't want to go to the, you know, I don't want to do any of that stuff. He said I just didn't know. Yeah, he said it was I, a great interview. Well, he just said I, I just thought that guys just had sex together from time to time. <laughs> I, I didn't think I was gay. I just thought that that's what all guys did. <laughs> I mean, that's the way I thought of it too when I was young. But, um, but I, I, you know, Dave, we've known Dave for a lot of years, but I thought it was a good, it was a fun interview to get some insight in, but I felt bad for him because Mar was off the chain high. Yeah. And, um. A lot of fascination with the butt sex that just. It was a lot. Did not need to <laughs> be out there. You realize, I didn't realize to listen to that, that Bill Maher did Johnny Carson 31 times. Yeah, I didn't know that either. It's insane. Yeah. I mean, Bill Maher's a funny comedian. He's always has been a funny comedian, but. He drives me nuts, though. Yeah, don't he do? He's got some cognitive dissonance going on. Cognitive dissonance. Mm -hmm. um, let's sell something, man. Is it? Uh, these are my best friends at my Patriot Supply. They're I best love friends. Them. They're my best friends. Wow. And you know what? Whenever, uh, whenever we're dropping that iodine in our in our mouths and trying to survive the nuclear holocaust, yeah. we're going to be glad that we ordered some food. Ain't that the truth? From my Patriot Supply. I mean, truly, it is more <laughs> important now than ever. It is. Um, <laughs> It's legit, man, and I'm um, I'm pretty well stocked up. I think I'm I think I'm pretty good. Us too. F with kids. with my Patriot Supply. Yeah, with my a hundred percent with my Patriot Supply. Yeah, people make fun of you for being a prepper. Yeah. Until until they see the lights on at your house. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. And then they want to join. Yeah. No. And my thing, you know, my Patriot Supply is a great, great company. I mean, they've been doing this thing forever, yeah. and they're the largest, you know, supply company yep. like that in America. And the farmers out there, they're talking about the widespread mm -hmm. food shortages now, and folks just aren't ready for it. And the thing about my Patriot Supply is their food is good. And it lasts I, like, forever. They don't send me anything years. for free. I buy it. I just believe you don't value the things you don't invest in, yep. right? Yep. So I buy it. Yep. And I know people that they've sent stuff to, not me, I buy it. Most of my stuff, when I'm pushing it, I buy it from mm -hmm. them. Um, you know, when I was with Minutemen Coffee, they were like, they called me, they're like, why did you buy it? I was like, if I believe in your company, yeah, I'm going to buy it. But you can go to preparewithchad.com right now, get your 20% discount on the uh, three-month emergency food kit. 
from the preparedness experts at My Patriot Supply. Emergency food isn't for the paranoid, it's for the prudent and the prepared. Mm-hmm. My Patriot Supply, they got this incredible 20% discount right now on the popular three-month emergency food kit. You need a kit for every member of your family. And uh, so you get breakfast, lunch, dinner, drink, snacks, uh, 2,000 calories a day for every person in the family for three months. So go to preparewithchad.com right now. And it's just built into it if you go to that website. 20% savings off each three-month kit you need. The affordable way to prepare for the worst. When the day comes, you're going to need this food, and it's worth much more than you're going to pay for it. Preparewithchad.com. We'll be right back. So two things are happening Friday. They're a big deal for me. One, uh, Chad Prather and the Ragamuffins, our new song, I Got Over You, When You Got Under Him, is coming out Friday. Yes. Rele- Friday is the release date. You can pre-order it right now, wherever you get your music, Spotify, iTunes, wherever. And you're going to want to do that. Yeah. Because it's, it's a really good, it's good. A good song. Um, I'm going back in the studio to do another song. I played you. The scratch. Is that the one it. you're? Is that the one you're doing? I'm going to do this independent, just me. It won't be the. It won't be a ragamuffin song. I'm not going to associate them. It's called. Uh, <laughs> it's a get little drunk. Ris- risque. I'm not going to go full f bomb on it. I think I'm going to play with the word a okay. little bit. Okay. I might have an explicit version, but there'd be a lot of people out there who'd be upset with me for singing that song. You know, it's funny. But you got to admit that is a that song. Oh, it's so catchy. It's it's almost hip-hop country it is and i'm doing that on purpose yeah Uh, so you sent it to me and i was listening to it last night right i told you my parents were in town and they were my dad was sitting on the couch next to me and and they were watching the football game and i had it turned up loud enough and i was like oh this is one of the songs (laughs) i need to turn down and just listen to myself hey girl do you want a piece of candy (laughs) it's pretty awesome i'll let y'all hear it at the break it's really good. But get uh, Got Over You When You Got Under Him. That's a funny country song we did. And um, also Friday, my one of my bulls, I'm all hat, no cattle. Don't forget, folks. Yeah, if you course. get on Twitter, I'm all hat, no mm-hmm. cattle. But some of my cattle is actually doing pretty good. <laughs> um, my, my bull, uh, political cowboy, is number three in the world. Wow. In the three-year-old division, Derby Bull division. Uh, bucking for the world title on Friday, this Friday in Fort Worth, Texas, and so um, what kind of money is in that? Uh, is it costs a lot of money? <laughs> you know, I made a post about it Sunday, and some guy said, "Well, I know you didn't have anything to do with it, but neat pet." And I was like, "You should get one of those neat pets. See how oh. easy that that whole deal is." Yeah, of course. Trust me, it's an operation. <laughs> It's huh. a, it's an expensive operation to get all that done. And then to get one to the point where it's actually bucking in the world finals in the number three position with PBR okay. riders on the back, you know, this, this, yeah. Like you're what, cuddling with it at night? Yeah, exactly. Okay. You, everyone should get one of these pets. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but I got a few of them that are pretty solid bulls, but that, that one's I'm pretty proud of. So we'll see what Friday brings. I keep telling him, I'm like, you know what? Because the last three outings, he's ranked third, third, and fifth in the outing. Well, nobody could stay on him, so it's kind of hard to get a good judge mm. to see him because you just can't ride this son of a bitch. Wow. So, in um, a fifth place in a big field, because, I mean, he's never 
beyond fifth place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, you might have 40 bulls in some of these deals. Fifth place is still nice. Oh, yeah. Right? So <clears throat> third place is nice. Uh, and he's, he's done good. But it's always they have my name listed as the owner, right? And I'm like, I almost think we should put a pseudonym. Yeah. Because sometimes I never know if these, uh, because there's a lot of people, even in the Western industry, they don't like me. (laughs) There's a lot of them out there. (laughs) But Christian Cruz. (laughs) We're not going to go Hispanic either. So. (laughs) That was racist. Yeah, well, the. Yeah, shoe fits. The uh, he's allowed to say that he grew up in the Puerto Rican community. I grew up in the Puerto Rican community yeah. in a black church at a historically black college, <laughs> yeah. where I graduated from the top of my class. And yeah, you know, I've made mistakes, and I'll make mistakes again in the future. That's what he said about his plagiarism. Um. So anyway, nobody cares about that information, but whatever. I'm going to be in Lindale, Texas. Let me get it out while people still listen to the show. Lindale, Texas. I'm going to be in, um, God, where else am I going to be? This is good TV. This is actually, uh, you rarely have to look at your phone for this, and I, I it always know. freaks me out. It's, it's, I'm going to be in Everett, Washington. You know Everett, your Washington. So it, it, on the 28th, I'm, I'm north of Seattle. Then I'm going to Greensboro, North Carolina, to the Comedy Zone. We're going to Quincy, uh, Illinois, Port Charlotte, Florida, Ottumwa, Iowa. I'm going to try to get Steve Dace out. And uh, then I'm going to do, I'm doing my birthday bash down at Dosey Doe on December 10th. And I'm I'll be in there. Greenville, South Carolina, going to be uh, December 16th and 17th at the Comedy Zone. And then the 21st of December, our Christmas show in Arlington. You'll be at that too. I'll be too. there too. Yep. That's a party. Um, what was yes. I going to say? Oh, I know what I was going to get to. So if, if it wasn't Joe Biden, I tell you who, and we're in the middle of nuclear Armageddon. I want Dwayne Johnson. I, I want The Rock. <laughs> the Rock. Okay. I want The Rock to be our guy. I want him like to president? be the president of the United States of America. What? I want to see what he has to say about his chances of being president of the U.S. Play it. Okay. Is running for president off the table now? It's off the table. Son of a bitch! <laughs> it is off the table. I will say this, because it requires the B-side to this. I love our country and everyone in it. I also love being a daddy. And that's the most important thing to me, is being a daddy. Number one, especially during this time, this critical time in my daughter's lives, because I know what it was like to be on the road and be so busy that I was absent um, for a lot of years. Aww. And my first daughter's growing up in these critical age, at this critical time in her life. And that's what the presidency will do. So my number one priority is my daughter's. Sure, CEO sounds great, but the number one thing I want to be is daddy. You can't help but like that That's guy. That's so sweet. Right. Also, though, you're not going to be able to be a daddy if we go into nuclear war and everyone is just eviscerated. Yeah, way to save us, Dwayne. Yeah. <laughs> way to think of your daughters, Dwayne. <laughs> now no one's daughters will be around. Thanks, Dwayne. Yeah, Black Adam. <laughs> At this stage, he doesn't even look human anymore. That was, he, there were a lot of veins in his head. A lot of, a lot of weird stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. He says he's, he says he's never taken steroids. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Bullshit. <laughs> Look at that. I don't know what to do with that. What's going on with the veins it's inside like a, of his head? It's like a, like a toadstool giving birth out of the earth right there, that head. It's like, <laughs> it's like one of those 
fast action time lapse cameras, you know, where it shows it growing up out of the earth, you know? It's like it doesn't even doesn't even look like a human head. Anyway, uh, that's why I wear a cowboy hat. Just to remind you guys that I don't look like a penis. <laughs> weird circumcision working right here. Look at that straight on. That's a weird it's a weird briss. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know if you know this or not, but Stacey Abrams, who is the governor of the Georgia. Rightful, the rightful governor of Georgia, yes. Thank you. She said she's never challenged the election outcome. <laughs> of course not. Play that clip. Hmm. Will you commit to conceding if you do not win more votes than Governor Kent? I have always acknowledged the outcome of elections. And what is deeply concerning to me is the conflation of access to the right to vote and the outcome of elections. I have never challenged the outcome of the election hmm. in my speech on uh-huh. on november 16th i clearly stated that he was the victor okay. and anytime i've discussed the outcome it has always been in the context of what we were able to generate among voters mm. who are used to not being considered a mm. part of the process but wait uh... there's a montage you gotta have a montage you gotta have a montage <laughs> Montage, play. I have never denied the outcome. And I do have one very affirmative statement to make. We won, but I didn't lose. What? I got the votes, but we won't Wait. know exactly how many because of how they cheated. I did what? win my election. I just didn't get to have the job. We were robbed of an election. Using the word rigged, using the word steal, do you think it's dangerous going into 2020? I, I don't, because we can actually back it up. And so in response to what I believe was a stolen election. And I'm not saying they stole it from me. They stole it from the voters of Georgia. Mm. I spent the, the interim 10 days between the election and my non-concession day, as we call it. Uh, Damn, okay. Reggie. Is that what we call it? I'm <laughs> I don't know whether to <laughs> smile at you or kick a field goal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's always that one row of corn on the cob that's oh, safe. No. <laughs> you know? She can't quite get to it. She's a gap denier. <laughs> you gotta have a montage. I love montages. Oh my god, you're gonna make me. Spit have you out ever my blown? Uh, you ever blown thirty-six dollars champagne out your nose? I was wondering where you were going with that. Yeah. <laughs> now it's, I know. It's a French sneeze, is what that is. <laughs> Oh, Stacey Abrams. Never denied. Listen. Never denied. Let me just tell you something, guys. Let me just tell you something. And I really want more time to say this, but I got to go to a break. Get out and vote and tell everybody, because you bunch of f***ers out there (laughs) who spent the last four years telling everybody or the last two years, whatever, that don't vote, don't vote, it don't count, don't vote. Now you're going around going, shit, y'all got better get out and vote. Yeah. Y'all were dumb. Yeah. Y'all were dumb. I've told you this. I've been saying this. I said it for 24 months campaigning. It's about algorithms, 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 algorithms. You are the human algorithm. You got to show up and you got to blow it out of the water. Yeah, polls don't matter if the people yeah. who are polled you gotta don't blow show it out up. of the water, Sarah. Yeah. I'm going to show you guys something cool. You got to blow now, it out of the now, water. Now, my box of awesome, I get box of awesome. Again, I do box of awesome uh, at Bespoke Post. Now, they sent me a deal and they said, we want you to showcase this. Every month, I get the coolest stuff from Box of Awesome. <laughs> I get knives. I mean, I was going through my knife collection. Like, if somebody wants to give me a gift, mm-hmm. a good knife. Yeah. I love blades. I love blades. So Chris walks up to me and he says, here's what they want you to promote that came in a Box of Awesome. 
it's a wooden this is literally a wooden box it's in uh it's a wooden box that's awesome and it's cool it's got a little deal here and they send you a little little thing of soil here so you put it in there you spread it out there and then they send you the seeds which by the way these were illegal in america during covid they wouldn't sell you seeds remember that vegetable seeds oh, remember that shit yeah. that was going on? they sent me some shears some little pruning shears some little herb shears they sent me peppermint basil thyme oregano cilantro like this is i love this kind of stuff because it's like it's cool man i got a little window box in my kitchen i'm gonna go i'm gonna plant yeah. my stuff right here you never know what you're gonna get but say maybe you're not into gardening maybe you're not believe it or not i like to watch things grow are you into knives? I'm into knives. Okay. So I'm into barbecue. Yeah. I'm into I'm into barware. So you go to boxofawesome.com. You take the quiz. You take the little test. Mm -hmm. And they come up with the stuff that best suits your interests. It could be stuff for the beach. can be stuff. All this kind of cool shit. That's cool. And, and, and it's like really good stuff. I want these people for my show. And, and they're awesome. And let me tell you, the thing about it is they're all from small businesses. They partner with small businesses. You know, you're going to pay, you know, 45 bucks a month. They're going to send you $75 worth of gear. Wow. It's a cool deal. And again, 99% of everything is from an up and coming brand that you're supporting. So sign up, skip a month. You can cancel it anytime. You can hop over a month, whatever. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up boxofawesome.com and use code watchchad boxofawesome.com watchchad 20% off we'll be right back welcome back all right that's wax eloquent every once in a while on this show folks it is my duty to talk to you about something that i don't want to talk about it's not always fun but presenting the other side of an argument which i hold near and dear to my heart is important if i wish to be taken seriously i do actually uh and if we as a society wish to be able to continue to move forward in peace and harmony uh, we have to do this. So in that spirit, let's talk about police shootings for a minute. And in particular, let's talk about one that went wrong. And for the record, I don't mean let's talk about one that the media desperately wants to spin as having gone wrong. No, this one actually went wrong. And from everything you're about to see, it's pretty obvious that the police officer in question deserved the firing, which he summarily got afterward. Now, to set this up for you just a little bit, San Antonio officer James Brennan discovered a teenager named Eric Cantu in a McDonald's parking lot eating a hamburger and causing no harm to anyone. Brennan recognized the kid as someone who had gotten away from him the day before. Now, in the video you're about to watch, he confronts the kid in his car, scares the crap out of him, and then proceeds to shoot him without provocation. So have a look at the video be warned this isn't exactly a pleasant thing to watch here we go get out of the car what? <laughs> shots fired shots fired shots fired okay now folks listen I'm a guy who loves law and order. I do. I think you know that. I think the quality of the guests that I have on this show, many of whom are people who work to uphold the law in this country, is a testament to how I feel about the police in general. But I don't think there's any way to read this situation other than it was a bad shooting. 
I don't. You don't go opening someone's door without announcing yourself. You don't shoot willy nilly into a car when a teenager is panicked by the fact that an authority figure has just surprised the shit out of him. Uh, these are times when an officer's training is supposed to take over. It's the reason that we put them in the uniform and give them the badge in the first place. Now, the badge confers power, but it also demands responsibility. Now, in this case, that responsibility meant the loss of this officer's job, and unfortunately, that's the way it should be. That kid is now in the hospital, thankfully still alive, but fighting through both a physical and psychological trauma that absolutely did not have to go that way. Folks, it's exceptions to the rule like these that we occasionally have to point out so that it becomes more obvious how often the police do a good job out there. This kid was white, so the shooting wasn't going to get too much attention to begin with. But regardless of that, situations like these are, thank God, pretty rare. And I want us to work to keep them that way. Ah. My gosh, that's a terrible thing. Terrible, terrible thing. Really but you're getting to a point with after the defund the police, and I, w I will put blame where I think it's due. After villainizing the police for so long, it's harder and harder to get good cops yes, in that yes, uniform. Yes, yes. It's it's only the, it seems sometimes that it's only the bad ones that are left. Yeah. The good ones have already left because why would they stay? Yeah, and I told you a story about what happened to a Texas musician friend of mine mm -hmm. uh, this weekend. Mm -hmm. not going to name names. I don't know all the details of the story, but I know what I've heard from numerous eyewitness accounts and from people I know that were involved in it. Uh, but but don't worry. I, you know, and it was, again, it was excessive force. I, I've got a person that I do some business with who, who just was uh -huh. a, a victim of some excessive force recently. Um, and it's like, you know, come on. I mean, it's going all the way to the federal level, though, right? We have I FBI mean, the agents. FBI that came in and arrested that guy, the pro-life activist. Mm -hmm. Not just one. There's like 11 of them. But yeah, yeah one of them. But, I mean, and they is... didn't provide a warrant. They raided his home. His children were scared. I mean, this, this is happening at the top levels was, of government. You know what's crazy is I get, you know, I had somebody reach out to me at, on Twitter. I sent me a message. I'm not going to talk about the details of the case, but... You know, there was a guy who had, they were shooting fireworks around his house or whatever he called the police. Police didn't come. And finally, they came at like 8 o'clock the next morning. His grandson goes to the door, lets the police in. He's in bed, sleeps with a gun by him. Yeah. I mean, I do too. Yeah. Under me, yeah. beside me, yeah. on me. I snuggle it. That's your right. He wakes up with a cop standing over him. Well, Again, he he alerts himself. The guy shoot the cop shoots him five times in his bed. What? Yeah. This and and, and I'll share more of the because story he grabbed, as, because he grabbed for his gun. Well, he just he just reacted. Of course, because he's disoriented yeah. and it's just getting woken up to a strange. He figure called the and, cops. The cops didn't come. Well, right until the next morning. Until the next morning. Wow. You know, and he called them back and said, "Listen, don't send anybody. I'll just deal with it myself. I know what it is." So you're hearing more and more of these cases, and it's like. Police yourselves, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, law enforcement's got to police themselves with this kind of stuff. But we've seen it with the FBI. We've seen it with the, the DOJ across the board. Now we're seeing it on the local level in a lot of ways. But I've been saying this for a year. I've said it to police officers and to a man or a woman. They all agree with me when I have a conversation with, with someone. And listen, I've been on numerous cop podcasts. I mean, I, I, I'm very pro-law enforcement in regards to that. But Jesus at what point in time are we going to say, look, there's some bad eggs in this thing yeah. doing some dumb shit? Yeah. That video is proof in point. You know, Los Angeles. They, here's what Los Angeles is going to do. 
their city council just voted to explore creation of an office of unarmed response to replace police in some situations. So what are you going to do? I mean, you want to disarm the police. Well, you know how that's going to go in L.A. You know where that's headed. Oh, I'm sure they'll get such a major cooperation mm-hmm. from these perpetrators when the unarmed squad comes out to that's negotiate with saying. them. You know, that's the beauty of the Second Amendment in that you can bear arms. I mean, the Second Amendment was written so you could protect yourself against a tyrannical government. Right. But it's also that right to be able to protect yourself because you ultimately, the citizen, are the first responder. Right. And if you're going to, you know, you're going to have bad cops or you're going to have unarmed cops or cops that don't understand authority or understand their own power, what they're going to do. Boy, that kid hightailed it, though, didn't he? He threw that thing in gear and he was gone. I mean, he threw that Big Mac down and was out. <laughs> I would be, too. I mean, he first, shot that kid point blank. Yeah, he was a bad shot, too. Yeah, see, if I was a cop, I'd be calling that dude out and being like, hey, bro. <laughs> no. Yeah, just one, based on your... One, you're a cop. Two, this is Texas. Yeah. <laughs> this is Texas, man. Just based on it's your like pouring. The, it's like the old Ron White bit where he was talking about how bad the cops were in shooting uh, proficiency. And it's like his, his son, Poot, was so good on the video game, you know? It's like, you know, and it took however many bullets to stop an armed robber. He said, should have let Poot shoot him, you know? And, and it, it's like these guys are like, what is the hell is going on? So obviously there's bad training all both both in terms of the mental, mm-hmm. the emotional, the physical, the, the, the you know, they're not proficient at all. <laughs> rookie. The hell's a rookie? <laughs> is he a rookie monster? Chris. I love you, Chris. Well, he ain't no rookie no more. He gone. He fired. I mean, good. That's what needs to happen. Very Yeah, nobody can watch that back and be like, oh, yeah. You know? That, you know, there's something to be said for, uh, look, again, I'm like you. I've always been a very avid law enforcement supporter. And I think that there are a lot of people who work in law enforcement who are very quick to get defensive. But the thin blue line really should not be that much of a thing. I mean, you should yeah. not support a cop just because they're a cop. Here's Cops the reason. Do bad and things. here's the reason why we've supported law enforcement because we know so many of them that are in it, yes. and we know they're good men and women yes. Yes. with good intentions yes. to do a job that nobody else wants to do, and we're thankful that they're doing it. Therefore, we're going to support them. But that's that narrative is changing. Yes. Now the good guys are having to put up with some really shitty people, and who are getting that authority. And it's a defining moment. Are you going to defend them? Are you going to justify that? Are you going to just shut up and know that this is going on and keep, you know, keeping your mouth shut and going to work? Or are you going to stand up for it? Yeah. I think that's a defining moment because if you're just, if you're, you're I think you're indirectly participating if you're just staying silent. Yeah, you're, you're passively guilty. Right. <sighs> Boy, it frustrates me. Yeah. I love this country. I do. I like Dwayne Johnson. I love this country. But our priorities are screwed up. I'm glad to see his are, at least in that regard, true to form. Hey, when it comes to liberals in Congress, there's no way they would accept term limits on themselves, but they're fighting tooth and nail to do term limits on Supreme Court justices. It's hypocrisy, folks. But of course, that's what we expect from leftist progressives. It's never been a problem for them. They do whatever it takes to seize more power, even if it means purging the Supreme Court of our most experienced justices. And uh, to no one's surprise, they wanted to pack the court. Now they want to purge the court. And their new scheme would remove the long-serving conservative justices like Clarence Thomas and Justice Alito. Then they would be 
be replaced with new justices who would just rubber stamp the radical agenda. So since Democrats are working hard to pass court purging with term limits, we need to work even harder to stop it. I'm going to tell you how to do that. You need to join us. And if you care about the integrity of the Supreme Court and don't want to see it overtaken by political hacks, visit SupremeCoup.com. That's SupremeCoup.com. Supreme, SupremeCoup.com. We'll be right back. Yeah. Yeah, harsh twins. <laughs> I don't know why I do that all the time. Just feels good on the back of my throat, you know what I'm talking about? Does Not it? a Hodge twin. Oh, I was wondering. Just when I say, yeah, yeah. In the back of your throat? Speaking of black people, um, <laughs> the, uh, you know, Kanye did the uh, all uh, White Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. There was a lady who protested that. Because that's what people do in America these days. They protest, protest what white ce- lives. What celebrity? Well, this one did. White lives don't matter. Oh, um, is that a black cop arresting her? Or she's yes. in New York City. She's walking around. I can't tell if that's a thong or full butt panties or whatever. But it's upper crack. And uh, what? But why does she have blonde hair? That's what I want to know. Like, is that a blonde that wig? That's a that's cultural appropriation. Mm-hmm. Right there. That is appropriating white people. Also, what like you could just make a sign that says that. No, no. I, no. You don't have to actually yes. Ma'am, show your Ma'am, could you turn around, body. please? Could you turn around? <laughs> She's topless. Uh, you told me what she had duct tape on her nipples. Yeah. That oh god, Weird that flex. does not sound no. smart at all. No, there's way there's a way better booby tassels than duct tape. You, I mean. You know, it's it sounds like a great idea when you're putting it on and you're Ugh. not realizing you got to take it off. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's Halloween season and I'm a pretty good special effects makeup artist. Like, blew my mind. Amazing. This is one of those skills that people don't know that I have. It is so wild. But, like, I, I started getting, like, uh, you know, spirit gum and, and liquid latex and blood and, and tissue paper. It's amazing the stuff you can do with this. And I started years ago. There's a picture of me floating in the world somewhere. I can't find it. It used to be on my Facebook. I have no idea where it went. I went as uh, whenever they, quote, unquote, assassinated Osama bin Laden, I went as dead bin Laden. Really? With a bullet, head in my, bullet hole in my forehead. And, uh, but I dressed up. Full Have beard. You Googled I, it? I put the full beard. No, it's not out there. I've looked. I've looked on Facebook too. It's a. It's vanished. That's but I put weird. the. I put the. I was honest to God. Even with the shitty camo, I look like Bin Laden. And I want to post it just to get canceled. I want to post it because it's technically blackface. Um. Quite honestly, it's blackface. I'm just saying. Oh, we're gonna. I can do that. Okay. I can give myself the. <laughs> beard the Durka Durka beard he's trying to signal us <laughs> <laughs> this is twice in a row in this episode where we gave it a full team america reference right there he's giving us the signal <laughs> america anyway <laughs> have you seen team america yeah okay good the sex scene of the puppet. Yeah. <laughs> okay, there it is. That's a long bleep. Like you said, America. 
fuck yeah. <laughs> That's a long bleep right there because you were singing it. You had to hold that note. Um, yeah, but it was a good note, wasn't it? It was a good note. You know what's coming out? We're going to re-release it this year. What? By the way, I will re- I'll re-bend Laden myself. But I'll yeah, show please. like half my skeleton and stuff because the ocean's eating all of it away now. Um, <laughs> baby, it's cold outside. Oh. You know, we never really promoted that last year. No. But we did that song. We did. You know what it I mean? Fun. We did that song. And you know what? We should, every Christmas, we should add a new one to our repertoire. In 12 years, we'll have an album. Yeah, I know. You know? <laughs> we'll just, like, every year. Like, there it is. There's uh, plenty of Christmas songs to do. That was, oh gosh, here we go. <laughs> it's, it's October. October. <laughs> Not even Halloween. Us. Got to go away. We nailed it. We did. I dropped it deep on the bass on that. Thanks, Stephen Smith. I, I love singing Baby It's Cold Outside about sexual harassment at Christmas time, and <laughs> your husband walks in. <laughs> God, we got a weird relationship around here. <laughs> we're re-releasing that this yeah. christmas let's, yeah we can sing it at your uh, christmas show heck yeah let's do let's it think of a Baby, new one to sing cool. this year that is a long song there's, there's a, lot a lot of, of repetition in there there is there's a lot of rapey stuff. maybe it's cold outside there, it's a little rapish a little rapey a little rapey it's a little that makes it endearing it's fine. i dropped a roofie <laughs> This coffee is bubbling. <laughs> <laughs> Just drink it on down. It doesn't taste right. <laughs> my head is so light. Oh, my God. We got to go to a break, don't we? Yeah, we do. Hey, uh, with the consumer price index increasing yet again. The stock market has been in an absolute turmoil. What? Is our illustrious leader doing to quell the surge of inflation that's destroying American families? Uh, he's spending more money <laughs> and adding to the burden. So don't bury your head in the sand while the savings get decimated. Do something about it. Text C-H-A-D, I spell it Chad, to 989898. Birch Gold is going to send you a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold and a tax-sheltered account. They're great people with almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metals. Uh, listen, don't allow the left to devalue your savings. Text Chad to 989898. Claim your free no-obligation info kit from Birch Gold. Again, you can own physical gold and silver in tax-sheltered retirement accounts, and Birch Gold will help you do it. They've got an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Countless five-star reviews, thousands of satisfied customers. Check them out now. It's easy. Text my name, Chad. To 989898, secure your future with gold. Do it today. We'll be right back. Yeah. All right, Sarah, thanks for being on the show. Yeah. Sarah Gonzalez, Unfiltered thanks Subscriber. Is that YouTube growing? I don't really know. Oh, you know, this weekend I was looking... <laughs> Some of these kids would just throw away YouTube money. 
it's sick, right? Like just you got to really sell your soul to Satan at the crossroads. Yeah, to do and it, I have children and a family, and I'm like Dwayne Johnson. Ain't got time just, for all that. Yeah, you yeah. know, people keep asking me. They're like, "Why don't you?" I'm like, "Do you realize there are whole teams that do all that yeah. stuff?" Yeah, so. it's just me. <laughs> yeah, people only knew. But you can go to shopsarahg.com or americanbeautybysarah. It helps support you. Mm-hmm. Watch chad.com. Come to a show. Buy a shirt. Whatever it helps me. Chad's got the best shirts. You gotta yeah. go see. We're kind of we're on hold because we're switching distribution right now. But three three sale is the promo code right now. Go. I'm not supposed to promote that, but I am. So I'll, I'll get it. reprimanded for it, but that's okay. They love me around it. That's honestly. why you gotta go do it. Go Just use the it. code because he's the, gonna be fired see, for it. I'm getting risk it's risk management. <laughs> uh, go to blazetv.com/slash/chad. Use promo code Chad and uh, save on an annual subscription. Tomorrow's Wednesday. We get Humpty back.